You are listening to B-Roll, a podcast that focuses on all things visuals. My name is Cyril Zuma and I'm a photographer and founder at Ice Dog Africa. I'll be sitting down with creatives to talk about their work, processes and what it takes to be at the top of your game. Welcome to B-Roll. My name is Cyril Zuma. My next guest is a travel content curator. She's a half of the other sister, a YouTuber, an influencer, and her name is Toby. Welcome. Hi. B-roll. Hi, B-roll. B-roll. <laughs> so I want to talk about how we first met. I met you in Maboneng, and it was so interesting because the people that you had there were from um, different countries, and I was just getting to, to know who Toby is and what she does. And it was very interesting. So can you give us or just tell us who is Toby exactly? <laughs> um, actually, I remember meeting you. Not fully because I was probably like within the vibes of Maboneng. Um, <laughs> I will not say anything else. But, <laughs> but it was a great meeting. And um, yeah, Toby is everything you said, I guess. Uh, content creator, curator, um, travelpreneur. Um, everything else in between. I love people, I love Africa, I love experiencing this beautiful continent, whether it's me traveling somewhere or whether it's me creating content around things that speak to who I am as a person. Um, that's who I am. I've started in the media industry uh, about 10 years ago, started writing for an online magazine. After that, worked for YFM for about three or four years doing entertainment, which led me to interviewing some of the greatest people ever, um, internationally and locally. And then I worked for V Entertainment, which was one of my biggest things ever. Um, and for there, I was the senior content creator, um, which was me basically interviewing, going to events, traveling. Um, and I guess the travel bug then caught up with me when I was about eight, nine years old. And I realized I love traveling and I love traveling this beautiful continent. Um, and also obviously South Africa where I started. And I remember actually my first travel experience, which was at the Kruger National Park. I think I was nine years old um, and we had gone for our first like family trip. Yeah. And I remember being the one who was awfully um, loud and <laughs> excited. Yeah. I would wake up at five in the morning for that game drive. Um, in the morning, and I remember my uncle um, having this huge camera, this video camera, and every time after an activity, he'll come to the kids. <laughs> so in Bonin, you know, what did you see? What did you see? And yeah. I would be the one first. Yo, mina. Yo, minang elephant. You know, and I think that was the first thing of, of showing content creation. Yeah. You know, these things are never far away from us. Yeah. Um, my uncle loved you know, the moments, family moments and capturing them. So he had this huge camera and I think that was the first time I realized I like this thing, you know, I like talking about it. And Sandy, on the other hand, was a bit quieter and when my uncle came around, she cried. Oh, wow. First thing she did was cry. But that just shows, like, who we are in this duo. Yeah. Um, she's a little bit more quieter, definitely not the crier anymore. <laughs> um, and I'm a little bit more outspoken, and um, I don't mind uh, talking, <laughs> as you can tell. <laughs> I love that. So you mentioned that you obviously traveled with your family and your sister. I can't even get two of my friends or even three of my friends to travel with me. How has it been like traveling with your sister? It's been amazing. Um, actually, the first time me and my sister traveled alone together was not even on the African continent. I remember we had this amazing opportunity um, 
about seven years ago, eight years ago, where my brother was staying in Germany at the time, and so we were like, let's go to Germany. Yeah. First big trip, you know, that we took together. And I think that's what ignited the love for actually saying, we need to actually do this more together. It's, it's honestly amazing. You feed off each other. Um, the best part is knowing how your travel buddy is and, yeah. and finding out the little quirks. Are yeah. they a morning person? <laughs> do they wake up and blast the music? That's yeah. what I do. Because I'm the person who gets you in the mood. Like, yo, this is Vuga. We're going to listen to music. We're going to wait for breakfast. We're going to dance. We're going to go cray cray. Because we need to get like used to just, you know, being happy and allowing our sunshine to, to shine you know i think people are awfully like critical about travel you know yeah. people are like oh my god this didn't go right oh this didn't go right it's okay make so, it what you want it to be so this leads me back to this question why traveling in africa africa for me is a i'm not even untapped or un, yeah sort of untapped i guess for me the yeah. biggest thing was getting south africans to experience the rest of the continent okay. i think south africans we are slightly spoiled um, South Africans think we're the coolest-ish um, <laughs> out there. You know, Tina, we are cool, we're rocking. You know, we just want to travel to Europe. You know, like, without even experiencing our own cultures. For sure. Um, so much comes from just traveling Africa. You get to learn a little bit more about, you know, yourself, the Bantu people. You learn that we're so much more alike than we are um, not alike, you know, and there's so many similarities between um, us on the continent. Yeah. But you also then come back home and realize we do have it good in some aspects. But you do realize that there are some things that we need to do better. Um, but it does humble you. Um, and I think us traveling Africa is important for that. It's also to show that Africa is not this place where animals are the only attraction. There is so much more happening in the African continent from technology, um, from um, countries that are the cleanest countries going to Rwanda, seeing how it's run, seeing yeah. the people, yeah. the languages, the yeah. culture, the food. Um, you know, there's so much more to explore on the, on the continent. And I think it's so important for us as young people to start seeing Africa before we start seeing the rest of the world. And, and yeah. So I have, I have a myth yes. about Africa. Or well, it's not personally me, it's just things I've experienced. There's a myth that it's more expensive to travel in Africa. Can you break that down a little bit and also give us some of the myths you know, that are around Africa yeah. that, that you've heard from people in your, in your experience of traveling Africa? Okay, so firstly, the whole expenses thing, yes, it is true. And yes, those are small things that I feel like still need to be spoken about in depth, um, okay. you know, with policymakers and all of that. There are still a lot of hurdles in terms of traveling Africa. Yeah. But I always say, let's start small. Let's start, you know, from SEDEC, right? So let's start close by. Let's yeah. go to Mozambique. Yeah. That's a drive. Yeah. You know, let's go to Lesotho. Let's go to, you know, let's go to places closer to us. And I don't think people are ready even for that. But I, I feel like we should. Um, and, and yes, flights, it depends when you book. Yeah. Um, I always tell people it's the same with Europe because I was looking the other day, a flight going to Rwanda uh, return was at 3,900. Oh, wow. That's return. Cheap. And then people are going to be like, yeah, hey, it's so expensive. Now, booking is cut You yeah. understand? Okay. So it's small things like that. But it's also about what type of traveler are you? You know, yeah. are you a luxury traveler? Do, do you, would you backpack? Yeah. Um, why are you traveling? So yeah. are you traveling for just the experience? Are you traveling to sit and lounge and sip on at cocktails the whole day at yeah. a hotel? Yeah. Um, there are different types of accommodations. There's okay. Airbnb now. Um, there's homestays where you literally can stay in someone's home. Yeah. Um, there's different
different ways to travel. And now with the use of social media, yeah. it's so much easier. You know, um, I have now made friends with people I've never met via social media. And I do know if I were ever to go to um, Ghana this year, and I need accommodation, guys, ask, you know, see how you guys can then reduce those prices. So I think it's how do we use our social media and our digital platforms um, to, to get the most out of these experiences that will not um, end up costing an arm and a leg. I also tweeted the other day saying, I do not think South Africans are ready to find out that there are different ways. I think, yeah. as we said, we're spoiled. Yeah. Yeah. You guys want to stay in five-star hotels yeah. when here in South Africa, you don't even do that. <laughs> True. You know, you, you over live in Santa, not really Santa. Like, come on. Dude, let's have realistic expectations. Of course. Um, but also let's teach people how to travel. And that's something I really want to do in 2020. Yeah. Um, people haven't been taught about pricing and, and what costs what in, in certain countries. And I think we should start doing that. But yeah, let's start close by. Um, and, and yeah, hopefully that will help. Sorry, I don't remember the second question. <laughs> the second question was basically just demystifying some oh. of the myths, yes. which I think you definitely have about yeah. Africa. So we touched on a little bit collab about collaboration. How important is collaboration for you and for lived experience travel? Uh, for us, it's quite important, but it's not the biggest thing, if you get me. So it, the collaborations don't define who we are and what we do. They do add a little bit of value towards it. And I guess it also adds a little bit of like, oh, okay, you guys have done this. You've worked with whoever you've done this. Um, but it is important for you and for us to not over-collaborate with too many brands. Um, we do, you know, sit, strategize, think about the brands we want to work with yeah. um, across the board. So for us, it's important not to, like, put ourselves in a, in a certain segment. Yeah. So just because we do travel doesn't mean we don't work with certain clients. Um, it's just about how do you sell what you do to that client, if you get me. So an example, because you're in travel, doesn't mean you can't dabble in, let's say, makeup. Okay, I'm going to give that as a random example. Yeah. Because when you travel as ladies, maybe you'll do like a whole like, this is how you do a airport look. I don't know. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So you got to be like smart about the collaborations you make. But also your collaborations say a lot about who you are and what you guys want to be known for and the brand that you guys are trying to build. So we do do that. And I think we've successfully uh, collaborated with a few amazing brands last year. So, yeah. And which brands have you collaborated with outside of travel because looking at your portfolio it is pretty uh, vast <laughs> it's not just travel um so we one of our favorites was netbank so we collaborated with netbank they had a card that they said will be amazing for travel and all of that stuff funny enough i was at an event uh by NetBank, and then at the event, I was just like, it was a bucket list. It was a bucket list campaign, bucket list experience. They wanted people, they had a competition to get people to enter to win their bucket list experience. Yeah. Um, so the card was also all about that and helping you pay for your bucket list experience very easily. And I remember being at the event they invited us at, and it was just like an influencer thing. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So I was at this event, I was like, yo, man, I don't, I don't, this is cool and all, but I would love to work with NetBank. And so obviously, as I, um, you know, watched and saw who was who. I spoke to the marketing, marketing guy. She was like, yo, um, email me. 
Let's do so, this. no, just let's email me whatever you guys want. So I worked on this proposal with my sister for about two, three days. We grafted, we grafted, we grafted, we grafted, we sent them. They were like, oh, this is do this doable. This is how much we have. This is a small budget. And by the way, the small budget wasn't small. <laughs> like, you know, you think, okay, this is a banking, you get it's a huge yeah, bank. Yeah. So like, yeah, yeah, let's finish this money and then let's see what else we can do. Okay. Um, yeah, and so we did an amazing um, experience with them. They allowed us to experience two amazing Joburg experiences that will allow us to know Joburg. So we went skating, uh, but we also did a canopy tour. We used that to drive... Um, back to the competition they were running yeah. um, and created a whole video and content around that. And that was like our first big campaign that we actually did with NetBank. And that was amazing. I mean, NetBank is a bank. Yeah. And um, that was one way that we saw it. But we also did stuff with like Pesky. Uh, and Pesky is a cognac. Yeah. So it's just about what does cognac and what were they, what were they doing at the time? Creating moments. Um, and so you create moments by travel example. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So we worked with them too. Um, obviously we worked with Ford. Um, also have worked with a lot of lodges and all of that in terms of getting content um, and creating amazing experiences with them. So you talk and you talk a lot about content and I see that you're big on content. Instagram, Twitter or YouTube and why? Can I say the funny thing? We're on YouTube, but we've been lacking, guys. We're horrible. But I'm getting back to it because something was wrong with like, the external drive, whatever. So the only thing I do not enjoy about YouTube is having to edit all our videos ourselves. Okay. Hopefully, everybody listening out there, um, any brand people, give us money so that, you know, I can get an editor. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. um, I just think I like perfection. So I've been lacking in making our videos what I want them to be. Um, but I'm really, really enjoying Instagram. Um, for me, Instagram has grown uh, tremendously in terms of engagement. Uh, we've been getting a lot of engagement. We're getting a lot of um, leads from Instagram. And it's so easy for you to also find out what your audience wants on Instagram. You know, you ask questions, people answer. You see what is the rate of people who are actually answering. Yeah. Uh, for me, I'm loving that on Instagram. Uh, but yeah, uh, but I'm also loving Twitter at the moment. So I don't know. Pick Let one me pick one. As a, as a, as uh, somebody okay. who's new, I want to go into your industry. Okay, for, for what we're doing, YouTube definitely, uh, long form, um, and I guess connects you to a whole lot of other people. So I'll just say YouTube for now. What don't people know about Sensi? <laughs> things that you don't tweet, things that you don't uh, Instagram. What don't people know about you? About Sensi, they don't know that she's been single for like a hundred years. <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's been single for so long. She's so scared of getting into a new relationship. She doesn't trust these niggas. Uh, yeah, I don't think people know. Like she's honestly has a bit of a little phobia. But I think she's every year she says she's gonna get over it. I don't know if she will. Um, but yeah, it's been a long time. And, and Sandy is actually slightly more louder than me sometimes. I know people think she's quiet and yeah. calm, yeah. but once she, she's happy and, and, and knows who you are, yeah. she really comes out of her shell and she's really not that quiet person you guys all think she is. She's just a Scorpio. And if you know about Scorpios, then you know. <laughs> <laughs> so you're talking about your sister now. Now let's bring it back to you. What don't people know about you? 
This has to be spicy or nah? Okay, uh, spicy. spicy. What spicy. don't they know about me? Mm. I know. There's nothing to know about me. <laughs> I guess I'm a huge ass flirt. Uh, that's that's one of them. I'm a huge, huge, huge flirt. People, my followers probably think I've dated 10 guys last year and I didn't. Um, you know, I just think men are beautiful. Um, but yeah, I, there's not much. I, I'm such an open book on my social media. Um, but one thing they really don't know about me, I'm very much a very humble, I'm very old school. Very, like people don't think I am, but I'm very old school. I believe in some sort of gender role sometimes. I'm very like, if I'm in a relationship, I'm very like for you. Um, very, yeah, I, I'm like a little homemaker. Like, you know, in the olden days when like those homemakers that would sit drink, you know, they're the ones cooking and waiting <laughs> for the husband to come home so and you. they'll rub your feet. I think I'm that, not even I think I am. And yeah, totally loving, over loving. Um, and I overgive of myself sometimes, but I'm getting better. But I'm still kind of like not fully, fully like, I'm not gonna give you everything, but I do like spoiling my person and yeah. yeah. Okay, so what does Toby do outside of content creation? Painting, running, <laughs> what do you do outside of traveling and content creation? Um, sure. I just love creating content, guys. I honestly always create content. <laughs> like, that is my life. But also, in terms of content, what I'd love to do more of, um, definitely the video side of things, uh, learning how to, you know, do the certain transitions. That, like, makes me happy. Um, okay. Used to gym a lot. Going back, that was really my, you know, um, getting out of the funk thing. Um, but definitely the art side, yes. Love food. Um, kind of a big foodie. Um, I like going to restaurants, trying out new food, looking at new spaces. I'm really into new spaces in Johannesburg, so I'm always like checking what's happening in Joburg. Where are people going? Where are they, you know, chilling and having a drink? Um, so that's what I do most of the time. I am finding new gems in Joburg. Like, that's all I love doing, like, literally. So can we contact you if we're looking for the best places? Yes, and I actually want to share more of them because everyone is just like, yo, Toby, where's this place? Where did he find this? You know what I mean? So yeah. definitely you're going to be doing more of that. Like, that's my side thing. I, I definitely love it. And going to, like, art museums and, you know, doing cool little cute things. You've traveled a lot of countries and to a lot of places. What's the one place that stands out for you? Kenya. Guys, I fell in love with Kenya um, in every sense. So, like, the men are amazing. <laughs> okay, that's all about that. Okay, um, the men are amazing. The people are amazing. The people are so welcoming. I've never met people who are so welcoming. I also just felt home. Like, have you ever got to another country and you're like, this is home. Yeah. This is the feeling of home. Yeah. That's Kenya for me. Um, it's also booming and it's a creative scene and people are, you know, working, you yeah. know? Uh, I love that feeling about Nairobi in particular. It's so busy. It's so hip happening. The club scene is amazing, you know? Um, the art scene is amazing. The spaces, you know, restaurants. Oh. Absolutely love it. Um, but I also love Lamu, which is more on the coastal side, which is relaxing and sitting on doughs of dao, dough, dao, okay, dao. <laughs> sitting on a dao the whole day uh, with your drink in hand and just sailing. You know, for me, that's what I love. And I, I definitely am going back to Kenya twice this year, if not three times. Um, and I would definitely move to Kenya for, for, for a while. Yeah. Whoa, okay. Don't, <laughs> don't leave, we still need you. Yeah. 
So I look at your feed and you know on Instagram and on Twitter and you can see the focus is really Africa. Yeah. How important is it showing or showcasing Africa in a, in a positive light to you? Um, it's probably one of the most important things and also not just showcasing. I think for me also when you do see my feed, I take the time to write amazing captions um, and captions that educate. My biggest thing, cool, a photo's great, but what is it saying about a place? What is it introducing me to? How has that affected me um, to make different decisions in terms of probably traveling there or whatever it is within the African continent. So for me, it's very important to match images and videos and what's happening there to my captions yeah. um, that at least will leave someone with something they've never known before. Um, so it's very important. I can't wait to expand on that. Um, might be going on a trip very, very soon to another African country, which I'm excited about. Um, just for that, for that thing of just learning, creating, um, educating. You know, I don't think people are, you know, people are creating amazing content, but I think we're also forgetting to educate people. And this is exactly what this podcast is doing, which is hallelujah, well done. Yeah, <laughs> um, and I think we need more content around that, educating people, allowing people to see things for what they are and allowing people to, to, to I guess, be a part of that, you know, yeah. of, of the educating. But yeah, love Africa, all about it. I am going nowhere else. Um, <laughs> I'm with you on that one. Yeah, and, and I think we just need to start creating amongst each other. We need to start um, creating ecosystem around this continent um, and letting it be known to the rest of the world that Africa is exactly where it's at in terms of travel, in terms of fashion, in terms of music. We are literally where it's at. And I just think already Americans are seeing it. And if we don't have a hold on it, then we're not going to be able to be a part of what's happening at the moment. There's a huge shift happening, um, and I'd love it if South Africans, Africans on the continent came together to be a part of that shift that's happening so that we can own our content yeah. um, and be able to say, yo, when you Americans come here, you know who you have to be with? You got to be with Cyril Zuma. You know, you gotta, he got to shoot your content. You know, yeah. you got to make Toby do this, you know? So it's about already creating that ecosystem for when those people start influxing these type of countries in our African continent. We're ready, we need to be ready and we need to take ownership of the content and the creativity and everything needs to stay here, you know? They gotta come here. Very true on that. So what are some of the travel trends or just trends in general that we can look forward to that, you, that you're noticing okay. happening? Um, within travel, there are a few and I think um, one is definitely rural tourism that is very untapped. And this is across the board within South Africa and the African continent. Um, we did a rural experience in Rwanda, which was absolutely amazing, in a place called Chiedza. And we literally got there, it's owned by them. And they, you literally spend the day with them. You go and fetch water, how they go fetch water. You cut with all mama. Um, then you eat together and you hear the stories. And um, you literally go there with someone who's just a translator who's actually from the village, which is absolutely amazing. Yeah. Um, we already do one here in, in South Africa, um, in KwaZulu-Natal, yes. um, where we're from, in Kandla, it's Alaneni. 
Um, so, <laughs> yeah, yeah, whatever. So we do that already here. And I think the biggest thing is that. And I think even SA Tourism is trying to focus in on that, getting people to travel these um, places that are untapped, untouched, um, still beautiful, no pollution. The air is nice. The stars look good. Um, <laughs> you can still just have a walk to a spaza shop. And, you know, and, and things are just done how they used to be done. Um, secondly, it's definitely immersive um, experiences. People are doing away with the same mundane experiences that they used to have in terms of whether it's your accommodation that you're having, whether it's the actual experiences that we're experiencing. We want to go to a certain country and explore the people and be with the people. You know, people are now traveling to want to be like, yo, we want to see the people. You know, yeah. we want to go to the market where the people shop. We want to, so very immersive and, and moving away from just tourist attractions is a huge thing now. And um, we're hopefully going to be doing a lot more of that too in terms of the experiences that we do. Um, another one definitely is the food and wine industry, especially within South Africa and the South African scope. So they're trying to literally move away from being known for the big five and being known for just animals. Um, we have amazing culinary skills here and food um, and wine. So we are also going to try and move into those experiences. You know, food, wine, um, a big thing. People come actually to South Africa for that. So um, those are some of the top uh, trends that I'm seeing people moving towards uh, in 2020. You definitely got me excited about traveling. Yes. Um, <laughs> I particularly like the fact that, you know, as part of your travels, you guys are not always sitting in a hotel, um, booking in fancy hotels, but you are out there with local people. The vibe looks amazing. What are some of the trips we can look forward to in 2020? Awesome. So we have a little bit, um, you know, for everyone. Um, even if your budget is not too big, you can come on our trips. So in South Africa, we have a few trips. So you can literally come to Limpopo where you get to experience that amazing. Guys, Limpopo is actually sort of like the gateway to Africa, if you can oh, say. Wow. Uh, borders a few African countries like Zimbabwe. Um, so it's amazing. It's such a beautiful experience. I've been there about four times last year. And then I was like, yo, people need to experience this. Um, not just for um, its nature, you know, from Akhobaskloof to, you know, the canopies. Also, it's gin. There's gin literally from Limpopo. They create their own gin now. The marula. There's so many things happening in Limpopo that yeah. people need to come and experience. So definitely that that's happening this year we also have a Joburg city escape tour which is basically for anybody who either lives here or doesn't so if you want to relearn Joburg it's the great opportunity it's not that expensive it's about a four-day trip and we're gonna be in a beautiful African penthouses in Joburg untapped in the middle of the craziness I'm really um, excited. that is an amazing experience it's so beautiful um, owned by a French black guy um, we're also quite like wanting to give back to our people. Um, so that's amazing. You also get to see some of the gems in Johannesburg that I told you about. Yeah. Um, so that's exciting. <laughs> that, you've been exploring. that I've been exploring. You yeah. know, there's sort of a winery and, and all of that that you can go wine tasting in Craig Hall. So there's all these cool experiences that we want to get people definitely excited about. We're going to include yoga on the rooftop. It's such a beautiful experience, guys. If I'm you coming. are not coming, I'm hang out twins. Anyway, um, so we have those two. Then we obviously have our rural Zululand camp out, which is so amazing. It's really about our heritage, our culture, our food. When you get there, you will literally get to, to go to one of our homesteads and literally eat from there. She will prepare, a family will prepare food for you, and you eat what we used to eat 
forever. The food is from the land. She literally makes it there. She's not even gone to and buy anything anyway. Um, so that's exciting. And you get to also learn a little bit more about our Zulu culture and just the culture between um, the Zulus, um, the English, and the Afrikaners, you know, the Boers. And um, that's a really nice one. Uh, we also then have in Africa, uh, Kenya, which is amazing, magical Kenya. You get to explore Nairobi, Mombasa, and Lamu. Uh, those are three amazing areas that you get to do. It's absolutely a trip for you. You're not always stuck um, in a hotel room. We've got different types of accommodation. You know, we've got hotels, we've got like apartments. And then we obviously got that luxury at the end, <laughs> which is a beautiful home in Lamu. Yeah. So we've got a nice vast thing for that. We've also got Rwanda, which is absolutely amazing. Guys, Rwanda yeah, is to. absolutely, it's, it's run so well. It's crazy, but also the people are amazing. Um, they come alive at the night, during the nighttime. Trust me, they're very quiet and reserved during the day. But <laughs> go to the club, you'll see them. <laughs> so we're doing Rwanda, and we're not just sticking to Kigali. We're going to a few other areas uh, within Rwanda. What have I missed? We're also doing Botswana. Yes. Uh, we're adding that very, very soon. So just follow the Lived Experience travel page, and you'll get to know a little bit more about that. What have I missed? There is another one. There is another one. I just forgot. Guys, there's too many tours. <laughs> <laughs> so now I want to travel. What one tip can you give me? I want to travel with you guys. What's the first tip that you can give me? Uh, go follow us on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so where do we make bookings, actually? Now that I'm keen to go on a trip and explore Africa, um, I also just want to get to know and see more of your experiences, what happens on your trips. Where can I go? You can literally just send us an email uh, and we will send you the calendar with all the trips for the year. Uh, it's info at livedexperience.co.za. Info at lived, like you've lived your experience, livedexperience.co.za. And we will definitely just send you the whole calendar. You can look through it, see what tickles your fancy, see what is within your budget. The great thing about our trips, because we've taken them out so early and a lot of them start only from April, you can sort of do a little payment um, thing with us. You can pay every month to pay it off, um, which helps a lot of people who, you know, don't want to have to part with a huge chunk of money at one time. Um, so the nice thing also, it includes everything, guys. It's really an all-inclusive package. It includes breakfast every day, a few meals, your accommodation, your transfers, um, and all your activities. You literally will have everything there. A lot of packages don't include like activities or transport and we include that. But it also includes a local person on the ground who is from there, who's doing amazing things, um, who is basically like our local rep, who will be on our trip and who will obviously tell you everything you need to know about the country. Yeah. You will probably leave having known one other African uh, language, you know, or a few words that is, especially if you're on one of our trips. So what's one of the activities that you do? I am shit scared of heights, but you know what? If I am somewhere else, I'm definitely going to do it. So what's one of the uh, things that we can do on your trips? Oh, there's a vast variety from the cooking side, the cultural side, the heritage side, and then obviously, you know, adrenaline, chunky side. Yeah. So there is snorkeling. You can go snorkeling. We have a whole day where you snorkel, eat amazing food, you swim in the groves, um, and that's in Zanzibar. Mm. Absolutely amazing. Mm. There's a lot of also nice walking tours that involve food, yeah. tasting of food while we're on a walking tour and finding out a little bit more about a certain city. But we also have, um, you know, welcome dinners where it's very immersive. So all of the things are different. Canopy 
detours like in Limpopo, you know, tubing down um, the river and all of those type of stuff are all inclusive of this. Um, every trip is definitely different. And I think every trip is for a different kind of um, traveler, um, which is exciting. Um, so yeah, it's really, really exciting. There's literally a trip for every person. I also have this other myth. <laughs> Backpacking at probably four years ago wasn't yeah. for me. But now it's becoming really attractive. So for you, would you rather go backpacking or be at a five-star hotel? Uh, definitely backpacking, guys. I think, as I said in the earlier, um, one of the earlier questions, we spoke a little bit about how South Africans, I don't think, you know what I mean? Yeah. So for me, I don't travel for sitting in a hotel room. Yeah. I honestly don't. I travel to literally sleep. I will spend that whole day out doing what I have to do, meeting people, exploring, sitting, you know what I mean? So yeah. I just come back to sleep, shower. <laughs> so I really do not need the five star. Um, but the thing is, people haven't bought into that idea, which is hard for us to curate those type of experiences because a lot of people are like, yo, what star? Like the first question people are gonna ask you is like, so where are we staying? Yeah. What star? Yeah. You understand? Yeah. And yeah. I'm just like, yo, there's more to travel than yeah. just your accommodation. Yes, it needs to be comfortable and yeah. you need to be able to at least take a shower there and, and get up in the morning and all of that. But also the myth that backpacking is dirty, uh, you sleep only 20 people in the room. It's all a lie, guys. Like, there are so many different types of backpackers. And even in backpackers, there are private rooms. So people don't know that. Please stress that a lot. There is you know, private rooms. There <laughs> are private rooms, guys. You can have your own room in a backpackers. But you can also have a full sharing one where it's you and your three friends. You understand? Yeah. The nice thing about backpacking is that the activities are there. You know, you're meeting people from everywhere in that building. Um, and they... A lot of the, the backpackers have activities there at the actual backpacking uh, place, which is amazing. Free Wi-Fi, a lot of it has free breakfast. So for me, it's an option, you know. Um, hopefully, South Africans will start learning a little bit more about backpacking and start buying into it um, as an experience. Hi, guys. This is Toby from the Lived Experience Travel, and you're listening to B-Roll with Cyril. Okay, so you've talked a lot about the trips that are coming up and what you guys do. What's next for live ex lived experience in 2020? <laughs> um, I think the biggest thing for us is inbound, um, getting people to come and experience South Africa. Um, we want to be known as the plugs, you know. We want to be known as if you come to South Africa, you got to book with the lived experience um, and you got to want to be around us because we're the coolest thing. Ish, yeah. You understand? <laughs> so we want people to come and experience South Africa. We want people to see it for the gems that it is um, and that it has within this country. Um, so that's the one big thing that we're really focusing in on, getting people to come here and getting people to experience South Africa. Um, and also, um, I've, I've seen a lot of companies that are allowing people to come here, but they're not run by us. I think that'll be nice um, for for them to experience South Africa with South Africans, um, it's totally a different experience. And yeah. I definitely want to uh, work more on that. But also collaboration, um, collaborating with the right people and getting more money out of that because I feel like we are, you know, on the surface of something quite big and something that is going to really pop. Um, so, yeah, good collaborations. But also definitely getting about two corporate clients on board um, on a long-term basis, us possibly doing their travel uh, for the end-of-year stuff and... Um, you know, wellness, um, all that wellness stuff that they do in the corporate space. So getting two corporate clients is huge for us this year um, and getting a lot of people getting into South Africa. But obviously, 
expanding on our African countries too, uh, possibly adding Senegal or Ghana Ooh. to the mix. Got to get West Africa in. You know how expensive Jamaica is? We still have to find the roots because with Jamaica, the problem is that we have to fly to America. First? Yes. Ooh, you see what we're talking about roots? Yeah. Yeah. Super so, important. Uh, getting there is hard and it's really expensive and getting there is more expensive than being there. So we can't be a Lori Harvey? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll explore Senegal. We don't have that. Uh, what's future money? <laughs> <laughs> Just yet, guys. Yeah. Well, Toby, thank you for joining me and really opening up about some of your personal things and just telling us about Africa. And I think I'm looking forward to some of the trips that you guys are curating at the moment. Can you tell me where can we get a hold of you guys? Because I am itching to book right now, actually. Awesome. And thank you so much, Cyril, for Anytime. having me and Senzi there mm. somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we really, really appreciate it. Um, you're doing an amazing thing. Um, for people listening, and if you want to book with us, you can obviously email us on info at livedexperience.co.za, but also follow us on our social media platforms. It's Lived Experience Travel on Instagram. And my personal handle is Toby Rose, and Senzi's personal handle is Senzi underscore M. Shout out, Senzi. Please join us next time. <laughs>